0: This is four hundred plus. I'm Mark Sims. My guest is Chris Bass. Chris Bass is a broadcaster extraordinaire. How are you, Chris Bass?
1: <laughs> You're very kind, Mark Sims. Thank you so much. It takes one to know one. Glad to be back here, man. How you doing, man? We we we,
0: chug, we chugging along. Let me get right into the question here, Chris Bass, sure. What motivates you to produce your podcast, all your different shows? What motivates you? What keeps you going?
1: What keeps me going, Mark, is that someone will take time to listen to it. And that's as simple as it is. What happens is when you create something like, I created two shows, uh, CBI, Chris Space interviews. It pretty much is me and a one-on-one guest. I'll go back. i have more than one guest sometimes. I'll just have a, a long, unfiltered conversation for an hour. And then uh, my standard talk show, Baseline, is my standard. I've done that for years. And baseline pretty much is me covering the national, local news, and uh, sometimes some guests. So that's a two-hour program. But like anybody or anybody that creates something, you you want to create it and see what happens when you put out into the ether, and if people are going to listen to it or not. And what keeps me motivated is my days from radio, now that I'm doing social media, is the fact you want somebody to listen to you. Somebody will take time out of your schedule and put you in there. That means a lot. The, the fact that they would take a time to say, you know what, I'm gonna listen to Mark Stamps. I'm, listen I'm listening to listen 400 podcasts, I'm listen to all these different podcasts that's out there because you have become a part of their lives. And to me, I never take that for granted. And that's and that's my motivation.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Like I said, I, I, um, on this one, is 400 plus, it's targeted for the African American community, that kind of stuff. But But I get discouraged because I feel like what I do is most African Americans don't really want. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you get right. discouraged. So what What do you tell the person who has a podcast, has shows like you on video shows, whatever, and they say, you know, ain't nobody li- listening. Why should I keep doing
1: this? Because somebody will listen. And it's just as simple as that because once you put it out there, as I said earlier, you never know who will gravitate towards it. If it's no more than one person, you've, you've accomplished something because you went from zero to one. That may not be the number that you want. You could build upon that. And so, it's the person or persons who like what you put out there and they hear it and like the content, they like you as the host, they like the whole uh, conceptuality of what you do, they will let you know that. I'll give you a perfect example. So, I've incorporated a phone number into both my shows and it's an uphill battle because we're, as a social media uh, audience, I would say, We've been' conduced, uh, been reduced to pretty much I want to well, kind of like voyeurism. So whether it's uh, stream platform that I use or Zoom or anybody else uses it, uh, depending on the situation, we we watch, but we don't interact. So in my situation, I want to get more interaction from my audience because I mean even as a host, even though I galvan the show with my shows, I want to hear from the people. So uh, to a degree, I can only take so much of the comments that are being read that I read during the show, and that's cool. But the prime as far I'm concerned is to actually hear from the person themselves. So to me, I have to work a little bit harder to get the people who want to call in. It's a gradual process, and that's what I'm accustomed to doing my days of terrestrial radio. So I try to put it into this format. So it's gonna take a little bit, but I think in time, for me, the quintessential talk show that I do requires phone calls and people will, will gravitate towards that at time.
0: Yeah. And sometimes I, it's like a, like you said, old radio show. Sometimes I hate the phone callers they are, or I watch C-SPAN and the call, mm-hmm. call, the callers drone on and on and on. And I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they say what they got to say and get off the phone, cool, but they just drone on. It's they need to get a podcast like me. I say that because well, there's people at home who do not have a podcast. But yeah. they are creative in some way. They sing. They have They're some type of artist. They have some talent. And they're really not doing anything with the talent because, like yours truly, other people like, ain't nobody going to listen to it, Ain't nobody going to see it. And why am I wasting my time? I'm not the best person at this. And since I'm not the best, why should I do anything at all? If that makes sense, Chris Bates.
1: Well, it makes a lot of sense, Mark, because I said that. To myself, many occasions. No point in me going on. Ain't nobody go watching to me anyway. So why should I go on? And I questioned it for a long time. And I realized the answer was simple. Because you have to go on. Stupid. You're the one that's doing this. So you can stop it or start or whatever you want to do with it. You can stop or start. But for me, after I realized that i was just being a, a fool to myself, saying why should I go on? To me, it's very simple. I go on because Hopefully and people do listen to what I do. I don't take it for granted. So you have to you have to step out on faith because when you step out and say ain't nobody going to, it, anybody gonna watch it, you've already defeated the purpose and you haven't got started yet. So you have to wipe that mentality out your mind and go in a more positive direction. And once again you put it out there, you just might surprise yourself.
0: And there are people, whether they, uh, you know, broadcasters like here is truly in you, Chris Bates. They, I mean, especially in the African American community, because I, my thing is that we're, we're like everybody else. We're so divided in certain ways. Where they say, like I've told you, we've had, to, I've had this lament on other shows we've done. Mm-hmm. My show is very transactional. I'm not here to be to be your damn friend. <laughs> Right, right, you know come on the show talk for a few minutes and we keep it moving and that's hard for some african-americans to do Do you understand
1: what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I think it's hard for certain people to do period I know you're once you're doing a program that's geared towards african-americans, but it's the fact that the information that you put out There can be very vital. It can be very um, Informative and people can listen to that and dissect it and think Like for example the shows I do I just want people to think. When I'm doing baseline, for example, I want people to think. It's once again not brain surgery. We always heard that throughout our industry. If you just keep it simple, you keep it moving.
0: And and I, I pick on the African American community because this is 400 plus, and because because we are descended of the slaves and all that kind of stuff. We are more. Uh, relational than transactional we just like well mark's not my friend he don't come to my church he don't come on my barbecue why should i come on my come on his show (laughs) it's i mean silly (laughs) stuff like that and then you got people who have something to promote i'm going to do a show uh, tomorrow with with a politician or a lady who wants to be a politician and I tell I tell people all the time for my little show, more people may see the Facebook post or the Twitter post or see it somewhere more than they will actually listen to the damn show. Right. <laughs> Cause You know, I mean, so you get some value. They'll see your picture. They're like, OK, that's you running for all the OK, cool. I mean, they may even click on it because I know to click on I'm asking a lot of people. I'm asking 10 minutes, may sometime more of their valuable time to break their routine to listen to something that's going to make you think. Right. I'm asking a lot. <laughs> so what are you asking for uh, of your of your listeners? What type of listeners you go for, and what are you asking them to do or not do or whatever?
1: <laughs> uh, I, I ask them to be a part of it, and they have the right to be a part of it or not. Uh, they obviously have that type of free will. I figured if you're going to take the journey with me, let's do it together. And I said before earlier, the conversation about the phone number. So, for example, want to have more interaction. So I started to put the link to the show into the comment section. I said, well, look, come on board with me. It's free your mind Fridays. I I it on baseline, click the link, you'll be on with me and get a chance to free your cranium. Nobody bit, maybe two or three people did it. Everybody else didn't do anything. So okay. So I let that die down for a little bit and brought the phone number. See, now there's no excuse. Cause a lot of people don't want to be on video and whatever reason don't want to do it. Maybe some people are shy and don't want to put themselves out there. Okay, fine. So here's the phone number, now what you know? Now what you gotta say? And they still won't do it. So again, I respect what they're doing. They don't wanna do it fine. I think if the show, once again, is going to grow, as far as I'm concerned, I need interaction from the audience. And once again, it's one of those things where I like to challenge people, like you challenge black folks, I challenge people in my audience because you can take that step forward. It's not gonna hurt you, the sun will still be shining, the grass will still be green, once you call in, it's not gonna hurt anybody. But for certain people, there's one person in my conversation said, they don't like the way they sound. We're talking about grown people here. And, and I can understand it, I guess in my mind, if we were back in adolescence or things of that nature, you have grown people who still think their voices sound like whatever. And that's a, I won't say insecurity. I just say that, okay, for me, it would be nice to get over the hump of that and just call in once. If you only call in once to my show, I'm not going to force you. There's no, there's no uh, torture chamber in this whole thing. And so that's going to take, for me, from my perspective, Mark, it's going to take time to build. But I'm worth, I, I think it's worth it in the long run because, again, that interaction broadens my program. And I can't do without them. But they'll come around in time. I, I, I feel very positive about that.
0: Well, I have no problem with buffoonery and, and silliness. I have no problem with that. There's a time <laughs> and place for that. But that's not what I do. I, though I, 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 cl- I can climb with the best of them. Right, But what I try to do is make people think. And I think uh, to, to paraphrase Dr. King, uh, Dr. King had a quote in the last part was something like, there's nothing that pains people more than having to think. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm always going to have a tough time getting an audience because what I do is make people think. Okay. And, and uh, forget about me. Let me thank Chris Bass for being my guest on 400 Plus. And Chris Bass uh, close us out with a little wisdom or whatever you got to say.
1: Oh, well, thank you, Marc. It's like coming on your program. is like, you know, coming home because we're brothers. Here's the deal, people. Challenge yourself. You get into a rut sometimes, and you may be in the hamster in the wheel, going round and round. Take a good look at yourself. But you know what? There's more to you than just being in one place. And you said earlier, Mark, about Dr. King, I quote him in the problem. Keep moving forward. If you keep moving forward, it's what we're supposed to do. And I said all the time, you just might surprise yourself.